Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello and welcome to Isaiah 61. Pastor Solomon here, uh, coming to you again on this platform and we praise God for Spirit of the Lord Church sponsoring Isaiah 61 and um, for those that may be wondering how do you support how do you partner um, very soon we'll be coming out with some details as to how you can partner with us and how you can support the work of the kingdom amen and so we are continuing on the subject of the theme transformation and see transformation uh, is the new creature, the new creature, right? To be transformed, that means that you emerge from a place of familiarity to a place of newness, uh, a place of change, change in the direction and within the will of God. So what does that mean? Last week we discussed the fact that Transformation involves death. Death is an integral point um, of our transformative uh, process. And death also is a transition point from, from this world or the flesh to the spirit. So you're, you sacrifice your life, you're dead to the works of the flesh and then now you are made alive in Christ. So being made alive in Christ, the goal is to reflect Christ. To reflect Christ. And that means that anybody that has been transformed or that has gone through the born again experience, the transformation process begins right there. That means that you're made alive in Christ. Now, when Nicodemus went to Jesus, he 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 said, "Well, I I need to, I need to enter the kingdom of heaven." And Jesus had to explain to him that, "Look, unless a man is born of water, first Jesus actually said you must be born again." And Nicodemus said, "How can someone who has been born of a woman into this world, right?" Um, how can they get back into their mother's womb and be reborn? And Jesus said, well, you have to be born of water and be born of the Spirit. Now, the birth process involves the water breaking for the woman. When the water breaks, that's when um, the baby, it's prime time for the baby to come out. So anytime the water breaks for a pregnant woman, a mother-to-be, 
um, or an existing mother, that's when, you know, all efforts are made to ensure that they're in a place where they can safely deliver. So you have to be born of water and to be born of the spirit. Now, uh, that means that legally for you to become a believer in Christ and to become a follower of Christ, you have to be naturally born. You have to be naturally born to this sinful world. That's being born of water. And then being born of the Spirit is when you are dead to this world and then you are made alive in Christ. So there's a rebirth. That process takes place when we confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And so Jesus took our place instead of us being uh, being judged instead of us being condemned instead of us paying the price for sin and for error our errors god said that no jesus christ took your place so you do not have to pay any debt you don't have to pay any debt you don't have to pay any debt wow what an amazing, amazing, what amazing news, good news. That's what the good news hinges on. And anyone that accepts Christ becomes what a new creature. That means you are born of the spirit. You are born of the spirit. Amen. You are born of the spirit. You are born of the spirit. You are born of the spirit. And so anyone who is in Christ is what a new creature creature or a new creation so that means a new creation your new creature the newness of life has been bestowed on you you have access to a personality that you did not have access to you have access to resources that you did not have access to so it's it's a whole different reality that's why this message of the gospel truly truly um, God intended for it to be irreversible. God's desire and goal is for us to be conformed to his image. So his heart cry is that we are transformed and not go back to where we came from. Yet, God also honors the will of man. The will of man, God does not interfere with. So when a man who has tasted of the goodness of God and has tasted of transformation, the transformative power of God, decides that I'm going to give in and I'm just going to go back and I'm going to um, you know, give myself to a reprobate mind God does not hinder the process. He does he does not hinder the process. He may create opportunities for you to realize and see where you're going and send people your way, but he he's not going to impede your return. But know this that his gift and his call are without what repentance. It's without what? Repentance. What does that mean? That means that God intends.
intends for anything that he does with human beings to be permanent. Anything that we get through Christ, God does not take back. Mm. The, the theory and, and the worldview that God gives and God takes, um, that's, that's doctrinally defective because um, God gives, God does not what take. God gives and God gives. God does not take. Why would he give and be a giver and take? No, he, the reason why he would say give to me is, is, is a demonstration of our trust. But he doesn't, he, he just needs our obedience. <laughs> he just needs our obedience. So God gives his gifts to us. He gives the gifts of the spirit, all the different gifts. So that we can manifest the fruit of the spirit. But he doesn't take that back. He doesn't get upset that, oh, yeah, you 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 went this direction. You went off the deep. No, he said that the gifts and the call of God are without repentance. Which means that God honestly desires that every change, every transformation remains permanent. That means that you've been transformed into a new creature. It's like you you boil an egg. All right? The state of the egg is different when it is fresh versus when it's boiled. And it's supposed to be irreversible, but because of the will of man. Now, I pray that may your will always be dominated by the will of God. May your will always come under the will of God. May your will be subjected to the will of God. And that that with your will and God's will are one. Jesus said that, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That means that there was a point where Jesus had the chance and the opportunity to part ways with the will of God and the plans of God for his life. But because he had been transformed, because he was showing us and teaching us how to be transformed, he had to say, no, I got to demonstrate this conformity that even when I don't feel like going it, Lord, strengthen me. Let me go through and complete my assignment and complete my purpose and to demonstrate conformity to the will of God. And anytime we get the opportunity to demonstrate conformity to the will of God, God is so elated. God gets so excited when he sees his sons and daughters just just, just embracing his, his truth, embracing his plan and, and his purpose and, and, his, and his strategy and his worldview and his move. And he's like, wow, this is great. This is awesome. This is magnificent. May God cause this end time church to enter into territories and to enter into spaces and bring the will of God 
down enforce the will of god down jesus taught us to pray and he said that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven so that there is synergy that so that there is there is a similarity so that there is resemblance and so there is no difference between what happens on earth versus what happens in heaven just there environment and environment we can create heaven on earth we can create what heaven on earth we can create heaven on earth we can create what heaven on earth and that's god's desire and intent but coming back to the the, the new creature God recreates us and he remakes us he remolds us and he causes us to walk in his will we veer to the side we go to the left we want to take an unwanted exit he's like nope I got you come back he looks out for us that way what a loving father. And every day as we commit our ways and our will to him, he keeps working with us, working through us. He keeps inching us closer and closer and closer and closer. I wonder how many people would have a dream that, hey, I'm, I'm going to build the best automobile on this earth. Dedicate all your resources plan strategize get consultant get advisors get the best of the best to engage in the process and you yourself are the engineer of the project and you get to a place where it's just left with a few pieces and then you would leave and break everything apart that's not normal and so God doesn't intend for us to walk this walk to and get to a place where we say, no, I, I want to stay right here and I, oh, I want to go back. God is always about progress. God is always about ensuring that there is a return on investment. So the, the death of Jesus Christ should result in Mini Christ, Christ-like images walking all over this earth. Those that have accepted him as Lord and Savior walk on this earth like Christ. That is the message of the gospel. Yes, Christ came to die for us, but why? To reconcile us back to the Father. Why? So that we will become like him. So that what? We will become like him. So you and I are supposed to be like Jesus. Now, a believer saying that, you know what? I'm not, I'm not Christ. Don't try this on me. That is a dangerous territory and grounds to be threaded on. Now, you're listening to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon. We are talking about the message of transformation, the new creature. And I pray that 
by the end of this session may god open your eyes and may god challenge you and may god work through you for his purposes to come to pass to conform you to his will in jesus name we'll be right back Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Hi, I'm Don Crow. Join me this weekend for The Christian Outlook. We cover everything from the Bible and theology to politics and the persecuted church, all the stuff that matters each and every week. Hear from newsmakers, Christian leaders, voices you can trust. Join me on The Christian Outlook. Listen to The Christian Outlook every Saturday night at 7 on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. Yes, God, we gotta have you. You make me yes. as happy as I can be. Your love is a guarantee. You're listening to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon. Welcome back to this episode of Isaiah 61. As we talk about the new creature, the new creature is a creature that conforms to the image of the invisible God. That conforms to the image of the glorious God that conforms to the image of the magnificent God. Oh, Jesus. And thank you that you have seen it fit that I would mirror your image. What a privilege. What an honor. And we don't take it for granted. We don't take it lightly. We don't take it lightly. And may every believer not take lightly the work of the cross on Calvary. May no believer take the work of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary lightly. May we live in that transformative power. Now, there, there's a, a scripture that I, I love so much, and I think it is the central theme of the gospel, the resurrected king. We are being transformed from glory to glory. Tell yourself, I'm being transformed from glory to glory. Oh, say it with confidence. I am being transformed from glory. To glory. Oh, I am being transformed. You are declaring 
from glory to glory. Declare it over your life. I am being transformed from glory to glory. Wow. Let's go to Second Corinthians chapter 3. <laughs> if you're there, verse 17, it says that now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. <laughs> oh, you are being changed from glory to glory. So your outlook to life is not reflective of God's outlook for your life because he's changing you from glory to glory. That means the dimension of greatness or success or, 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 or relevance that you have become in the kingdom of God and the threat that you you are to the kingdom of darkness is not even near where God intends to pick you at. He's transforming us from what glory to as we behold his face. As we want behold his face. As we gaze on his face. As we look at to Jesus. As we study Jesus. As we preach Jesus. As we talk about Jesus. In everything that we do. He's transforming us from glory to glory. You may not see it. You may not see it because you're living in it. But when you look back at how he has changed you, how he he's working on your emotions, where how, how he's working on the things that you desire and the things that you prioritize, you realize that you have come a long way. I use this analogy um, one day during Bible studies that that um. Bible study, when when you get to a place where you are able to take pictures of yourself on a daily basis and you put that together in a collage form, you will notice that there is movement. There, there's, there's some changes. Some changes. You notice that, that wow, my my figure is changing. My face has some changes, and and it's 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 reflective of the fact that I'm growing. I'm different, ladies and gentlemen. The person you were five years ago is not the person you are today. And in the same way, God's desire for every believer is that as we walk in His light and gaze on Him daily. We inch closer and closer to becoming like him. In fact, God already sees us as the image of his invisible son, the firstborn of all creation, the firstborn from the dead. He sees us. And so 
he sees us as the finished product in Jesus and the word and the spirit keeps working through us, smoothing out imperfections and getting us to a place where we now sit and resound with so much confidence that we are like Christ. We are what? Christ-like. We are Christians. We are believers in the Son of God. Yeah. We are what? Believers in Christ, the Messiah. May God open up your eyes and open up your spirit being to receive the reality and the possibility and the word that he spoke that we are capable of being like him. He's coming for a church without spot or wrinkle. So it is possible to live in the realm where you have no error because you're conformed to the will of the Father because you're conformed to the image of His Son. God bless you and God continue this transformative work within you in Jesus' name. Amen.